the B-side in boxing. B-side shit. B-side. B-side. And the B-side. You got a B-side. The B-side. 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 That B-side thing. This is the B-side's boxing podcast. It is a gloomy day today here in Phoenix. Is it really? Uh, yeah, it's pretty nice. I'm very much enjoying it. I think oh. I'll sit in my garden while it's, it's raining, so you know, take advantage of it. Oh, there you go. Oh, baby, baby, baby. Welcome back, beloved listener. All fucking, We're so fucking back. I'll fucking two of you. <laughs> <laughs> this is B-Sides Boxing. My name is Leo. I'm joined by my good buddy here, Drip. We will be talking about boxing. Like, imagine that. Crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. A little bit of uh, unrelated shit, though. Just, there was no boxing on for us last night on the 20th. So, we I was tuned into the, the uh, UFC card. And uh, to be quite honest, the majority of the card was pretty dull. Uh, I, I wasn't enjoying it. I'm sure there were plenty of people who did. Um, but main event, Sean Strickland, middleweight champion, loses a close one to Drekus Duplessis. Uh, oh, yeah. I bring up Sean Strickland because uh, if you boxing fan and probably MMA shitter honor person... Uh, Sean Strickland fights with the Philly Shell, and despite what you might think, it's actually pretty fucking successful. So, <laughs> it's pretty cool to watch that uh, that technique have t- taken him to the top. But Ooh, let's uh <clears throat> let's uh talk about that fight a little bit because it was definitely like split the shizzle. So everyone's yeah. kind of mixed feelings about it. Yeah, um, there was three two three two for Plessy, and then three two for Strickland, if I recall. Honestly, I think I don't think they both did a lot, but I think uh, DDP did a little bit more of nothing than uh, Strickland. Yes, he had a wider like... variety of nothing. Exactly, <laughs> like um, takedowns, kicks. I, Sean Sean spent twenty five minutes back foot jabbing. Yeah, and it's like cool. You landed a lot of strikes, but you really didn't do anything. Like. A I'm lot not of head entirely movement. sure how. I'm not too sure how like UFC is scored. Whether it's like you know, significant strikes, takedowns, like. From what I understand, it's, a, it's supposed to be that damage is the most important thing. So like if like uh, DDP scored some takedowns that didn't amount to anything. They did, mm-hmm. nothing came of it, so that doesn't count as uh, extra points or whatever for the takedown. It's just because nothing happened, so. Right. Um, Strickland's head movement was great. Super great reflexes. I really think he could step into boxing and do pretty well for himself with his reflexes. Yeah, his, uh, dude, his his overhand right is so gross, though. I was watching and I was like, this is fucking yuck, dude. Yeah. <laughs> this is terrible. The, all, the, another thing, I think he's a lefty. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, either way, uh, Duplessis' overhand right was it found, started finding its home in like the middle, middle like end of round two and beyond. And Strickland had nothing about that, nothing to do with it. And uh, Strickland's Philly shell started coming apart around the time that that overhand right started finding its home. Yeah, I think once a uh, he got like cut in that third round i think oh yeah that was bad he he started getting a little desperate like he started like just looking really sloppy like the first like two rounds he was tight moving well yes yes. good jab i think like after he got cut he kind of went like a panic like shit i might lose this fight blood really does sway judges more than it should well that but also he wasn't very aggressive like ddp was doing all the work and it's like now i'm cut I'm bleeding, and this guy's the aggressor. Like, I'm gonna lose this fight. Yep, he's doing everything, pretty much. And so, yeah, to kind of mix onto boxing, 
I say the same thing kind of about like um I think it was like Shakur Stevenson because like he's super defensive mm-hmm. and a lot of times he's not very aggressive and it's like he does win his fights but sooner or later like you're not going to be able to win a fight entirely just off like defense just straight back foot jabbing and similar like similar to what Shakur does yeah it's interesting because Shakur can work that sort of defensive minded style into offense it's really because right. he did it with uh, the Japanese guy uh, Yoshino where he got in like Yoshino's already an aggressive type of fighter but mm-hmm. uh, Stevenson's defensive prowess had him a bit reluctant to engage so Stevenson put himself into uh, Yoshino's comfort zone and he stood in the pocket and fucking worked him and it was it was a thing of beauty like oh my goodness that was that's yeah one of my favorite performances of his and then it's like what happened like where was that with uh de los santos like that right. was just a different Shakur. he could have done the same thing there i think i am very certain that he has the ability to have put that same type of plan it into place and if executed effectively against de los santos same one that he did with mm-hmm. yoshino he could have I'm not sure. I, maybe the Ryo win had him a little nervous about the an actual power threat compared to right. a guy like Yoshino. But either way, that was a night and day. It was oh my god. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Uh, let's see some NFL shit. If you're into that, the Buccaneers <laughs> have fallen behind the Lions. The plucky come like upstart Lions are are making a good run into the playoffs uh for the simple sake of them being in such a long drought of any kind of success i'm hopeful that they get something uh yeah, yeah, maybe i don't know i don't watch football so it's yeah like it, that's just i only mention it because it's happening right now uh <laughs> like i have all these other scores listed and i realize like i just don't care never mind yeah that's not for me yeah uh what is for me Lomachenko versus Cambosos. It's set for go. May 12th. It's going to be in Perth, Australia, and it's for the IBF lightweight title. Huh. I, uh, if, if Cambosos couldn't work with Haney, Haney's, uh, technical skill, there's, I, he might have a little bit better of a chance with this older Lomachenko who's not quite as good as he used to be. Mm-hmm. So he might have a limited success there, but uh, I expect uh, Lomachenko it has that same sort of technical finesse, but he also has a bit of bloodlust that Haney seems to lack. But it, he seems to lack to me, but Lomachenko yeah, definitely like, has a killer instinct. So like there's not much to say about this fight. I mean, I guess we could ask the question of like, you know, what could Cambosis do to win this fight? Yeah. Um, I, too, I, I'm not even sure. I guess just be aggressive. I don't even sure that's <laughs> the right thing to do. I really don't see like a game plan for him to win other than just Loma has an off night. Yeah. Cambosis is... The stars have to align, not just for Cambosis, but for Lomachenko in a negative way. Like his, all of his career and layoffs and stuff catch up to him overnight. Uh, I don't know, his wife breaks up with him temporarily, oh. and I, I, yeah, I don't know. He has a glass of milk and forgets he's lactose intolerant. That's terrible. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> all I can think of that's going to really get uh, get Cambosos really in the fight. As And famous last words, now he's going to end up like sparking Lomachenko in three or something. Yeah, but, I'm thinking of... Uh... Um, maybe like Cambosis is like decent in the pocket. We could say that like he's scrappy. He's yeah. got pretty quick hands. I think if they meet in the pocket, that's like his best way to kind of get some shots off. But from a distance, I don't think he's gonna win that fight. No, yeah, no, at any range beyond up close and personal, it's, he doesn't have that much of a chance. Um, that like that scrappiness you just mentioned as much as we all love to like clown on Cambosos because he is kind of a goober it's still he I think he's still an entertaining guy to watch because he oh, 100% he, he comes to fight and that's ultimately what matters 
Yeah, I really don't think he's like all that terrible. Like he's no, not great. It's just fun but... to make to dunk on him for whatever reason. And I guess that's that I suppose is why Australians in the chat are always really defensive about fucking everyone that's Australian. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, whatever. Not much more to say about that fight. Just yeah, good luck to him. It'd be fun to watch probably, but it's probably outclassed. Yeah, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful he'll make it entertaining. I'm hopeful that Lomachenko will also try to make it a bit entertaining. He does have that, you know, that sort of streak of when he knows he got has guys out class, he like gives them opportunities just to like <laughs> just to stunt on them a little bit more, make it a little fun for them. Yeah. Um, moving on, this one is. It's just the co-main. I haven't seen what the main event is. March 29th here in Phoenix. I think this is Oscar Valdez. I believe it is. Uh, but Sinisa Estrada and Yocasta Valle will be going for Undisputed. I'm going to try to be there. Okay. Oh, that'd be fun. Um, yeah, they both are scrappy scrappy ladies, so that should be a good time. Uh, Joe Joyce makes his return March 16th verse doesn't matter yeah wait, huh? big juggernaut that's all that matters it's uh, Saudi yeah. Arabia so shocker yeah no surprise there uh, we got we gotta definitely like touch on that too a little bit the whole like Saudi thing yeah I was uh, wanting to put wanting to put together something for uh, like a side piece to discuss the Saudi Arabian influence in sports in boxing specifically. Uh, let's get into reviews here. So we are going from January 7th to the 20th, and it's pretty light, like I said. Uh, so we had the card in Quebec. Arthur Baderbiev stops Callum Smith in the 7th. Um, it's the same three titles that Baderbiev has. <coughs> and Callum Smith, what, what round do you think like his, uh, his will cracked? What round the fight end again? Was it the seventh? Yeah, it Eighth? ended in the seventh. Seventh. Uh, I would say probably, dude. Honestly, probably pretty early on when you saw how aggressive Better BF was coming and how much I think power maybe, is behind that aggression. Because the, the first round, Better BF came like swinging, like he wanted to get him out of there. Um, I'd say I think I think he broke around like round round three when he realized. How aggressive better view of was and, and that's that what i had as well anything Callum smith was thrown at him he just wasn't like it wasn't affecting him and i think i think the stoppage was a uh, was on point i think his team stopped it right if i remember correctly uh I, they were about to yeah um it was a good call and it got any longer it just wasn't gonna go well for him yeah maybe he might he might have survived till 12th barely but at that point it's like you know no win to like you know stop taking punishment yeah absolutely um the the ref um i honestly thought the stoppage was a little late um but i'm also i also err on the side of caution a little bit more or i lean into it a little bit more so yeah I, i'm all for like you know the whole like go out on your shield yeah but that's if like it's a close fight if it's a one-sided fight bro just yeah stop save, <laughs> save, save yourself the punishment like you're gonna hope for that one lucky punch but that you're not gonna stop get it. <laughs> you're not gonna if get it. Just quit. If if it's a close fight, I'm all for going yeah, out. Yeah, that's shield, that's but... completely different. If he was if Smith was in it and had a chance, then yes, but no, not this time. I mean, let's talk about better be if though at what 39 years old. Just yeah, he just turned 39. Demolished. Uh, yeah, he still looks as good as ever. Uh, obviously, everyone's talking about the Bivol fight. Uh, I'm shit, we're about to talk about it also. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, is that later on the script? No. I got ahead of myself. I don't know if... Um, has that been announced yet? It hasn't been announced, but I mean, I can't see why it wouldn't be announced, if that makes yeah. sense. Like, it's really the only option left. Yeah, there's really nothing left for Bevel or Better BF to do. Uh, that's really it. Uh, <laughs> I expect if Better BF gets it, he would... If he loses, rematch... If he loses again, retire. Or if he wins the rematch, retire. At this age, anyway. How do you think it goes, though? Like, based off that performance? Oh, based off that performance, that's... This is like a classic boxer versus puncher situation where Bivol's a 
solid technician, uh, mm -hmm. and he's very disciplined in how in how he fights. Like in that day of reckoning shit, that uh, Lyndon Arthur, he's not he's no nobody to write home about, but he did have some spots of success that had people like his legs would got shaky a little bit, and he had to move back like retreat a little bit, and right. even still. Like he would take a few steps back, uh, compose himself, and then re-engage, following the plan. Like he, the getting hurt or being bothered by something does not phase him. The dude's a fucking machine. It's crazy. And the so, problem is that better be is the same way. <laughs> yeah, I, th I think the problem is though with that with Adam, <clears throat> when better be if you know is inevitably gonna hurt him. He's not gonna give people that chance to take a step back and no. like, compose himself again. He's just gonna keep coming forward. Yeah, I, like when Lyndon Lin Arthur hit him with a body shot. Yeah, and we saw that moment of like, oh, hold on, what's happening? It better be if it's not gonna let that happen. Just like walk off, be like, all right, compose yourself, be in the middle again. Yeah, Lyndon Arthur was at that point already uh, concerned with trying to get too close because it wasn't he wasn't having any success with it. Mm -hmm. Better be of would not give a shit how much punches you throw back. <laughs> yeah, dude, it, it's it'll be a great fight, but honestly, I don't. My brain, I don't know how go. my brain says, Beevil. He's younger, uh, and he has. I think that his style is perfect too. He is um, his style, and he himself are the perfect recipe. To, try to negate Better Beav's like scary offense, my heart says Better Beav, clobber, 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 like fucking ogres. Let's do it. But I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's it's tough to call. It'd be a fun fight, though. That's for damn sure. Absolutely. But... I'm hopeful this one gets made this year, like uh, uh, in the first half or like Q2, Q3. Maybe, I don't know, but mm -hmm. hopefully this year. Uh, well, Jason Maloney majority decision over Saul Sanchez for the WBO bantamweight title. I'm not sure. I recall this one not being like being a little bit iffy on the decision because Saul Sanchez had a, <clears throat> like really good success in the mid in the all like most of the middle rounds and mm -hmm. he kind of slowed down at the end which i think put maloney back into into reach but i don't know i don't i still don't think that he did enough it's still really close though so like, i'm not overly bothered by the decision uh, i don't think i watched that fight or any of these really you didn't watch christian and Bailey? Where yeah. was I that day? I don't. I don't recall if I did. I mean, I no. I definitely didn't watch it. I don't remember what I was doing that day to miss it. Christian and Beely was insane. Um, uh, for a lot of the people in the chat, like this, it was their first time seeing him. So mm -hmm. I, I was saying like the whole time, like this, Christian and Beely is a he. It's like better be if dial down the, the power a little bit and increase the output by a lot. And that's what you're getting. And that's exactly what it was. It was an ass kicking for six rounds and the corner stopped it. Yeah, I remember we talked about him before. He's been on our radar for a while. I He's just, been on yeah, our radar for a while because we are fucking nerds. Other people <laughs> were not. They were not in the know. So I just kept saying, like, come get your uh, your fan cards over here, your fan club cards. I'll be Listen, signing. like them now. Don't yep. be on the hype train later. Yep, I'm signing for you because we are in it before he's really breaking. On. He's starting to break onto the world level, so it's really cool to see this. <clears throat> uh, I don't remember any other fights being worth talking about. Really quickly, Pro Box mm. on the 17th. Uh, Always a good time. Yeah, it was. Um, Christian Kangalosi beats uh, Nissan, like the car. Oh, interesting name. That's we'll that's unfortunate. <laughs> Nissan Anderson <laughs> by UD. Uh, Jacob Zayas, Ezekiel Barrero. Uh, Barrero gets stopped in five. 
one of these was a really really shady decision and i think it was freudus rojas versus christian Baez. I think that was the one that was uh, one of those like blat blatantly, egregiously corrupt kind of things. Right. Not just a decision you disagree with. It's it's not good. That was corruption and at its finest, or worst, I guess. Uh, the main event though was really fun. Uh, Mikeon Williams stops Luis Feliciano in six. It, yeah, towards the end there, that's that was another one of those like, what, uh, man, you need to, your corner needs to do something about this. Your, <laughs> your corner's got you better. Yeah, your ref needs to do something about this because this is not going well for you, my friend. And Feliciano, by all estimations, is actually pretty good. Uh, he's just he's just a little bit older, so I expect that played a bit of a part in uh, Williams being just like just enough faster just enough sharper just enough more agile that feliciano couldn't really keep up so that was fun williams was great the knockout was <laughs> kind of scary it's one of those uh you, where he get he got caught i think with an uppercut and it looked like the lights were out but he was still standing and he was like holding on to a rope and then not going down so uh, Williams jumps in and hits him a few more times. That's the scary part. Ugh, dude, I always hate those like <clears throat> scary knockouts because it's like, yeah, it's entertaining, but it's like, is homeboy okay? Yeah, that's a, that's exactly it. Is he was out when he was standing? The ref could have stepped in at that point, and it would have been just. It would have been a good. It would have been a, the right call, but it would have not uh, taken the that like no, highlight knockout away from us so most people won't I, I, I will say though like um, kind of like a sidebar but one thing i kind of do like a little more with like ufc like mma is like there's no like knockdown standing eight count like so you're kind of taking less damage like if you get knocked out you get knocked out in either sport um but if you get hit hard you wobble recover eight seconds that happens like three or four times in a fight Dude, that's pretty bad like that's that's kind of brutal yeah your bell's already rung and you kind of get your wits back about you and you get it get yourself rocked a few more times <laughs> it's like damn bro someone saved this man yeah <laughs> like, like cut it out <laughs> fucking rohan murdoch's people didn't care I'm like yeah dude like i'm done i'm done watching you get your ass kicked this is what are we why are we doing this so I got to turn this off. I can't watch anymore. I got the beginning of round five, or at the end of round five, going into six. He was telling him the his cornerman was telling him like, "This is too much. Like, I'm not gonna watch this happen to you." And of course, uh, Murdoch, being a warrior, is like, "No, no, I, I can do it. Give, just give me a chance. Just don't don't give up on me." And uh, so he let him go for one more round. Murdoch, super tough, very durable, uh, very courageous. Still went in, got his ass beat for another round, and the corner's like, "Yeah, we're done. This is uh, that's enough." Yeah, like this, bro. This is one of those situations as well. Like you're not, you're not in the just like a inches behind, reaching for glory. You're getting your ass beat. There's no point. Well, listen, too tough for their own good, right? Right. That, yeah, that kind of thing bothers me. What bothers me about that is the, like the internet tough guys. They go, oh, you don't understand oh, yeah. what it's like. Well, actually, I kind of do. So, <laughs> actually. Yeah. So, I, uh, I definitely, I will always side on the safety and health of the fighters because they don't have anything waiting for them to take care of them. So right. they got to get their money while they can, because that's their nest egg. Even to this way, like having like I don't want to say giving up, but like knowing when to take like a take a knee or take the L, like it yeah. kind of saves your career for the future. Like why like throw it all? Like one bad fight could really retire you. Like yeah, it. I'm sure it has in many cases that we yeah, don't like, hear about. Like take the knee, get a few more fights. Or, you know, try to win this fight, you know, get knocked out terribly and retire forever. Like, 
I don't know. If your goal is to make money, then you got you have to like pick and choose which fights you want to like. I don't want to say cherry pick, but like know when enough's enough. Right. Like uh, live to fight another day is the adage people like. And yeah, if you're if you are behind, you're heading into like the latter half of the fight. It's very likely you don't have any scores, any cards in your favor. Man, like why why are you gonna continue? Like what would you what do you stand to gain? from getting hit more what some fucking clowns on the internet saying that you're you're a pussy or something like the armchair analysts yeah the armchair fucking specialists monday morning Uh, quarterbacks telling you how you're supposed to do your job the corporate office bros talking about your career fuck (laughs) them they don't have Uh, to take the damage man some guy complaining that he lost his parlay because of you That's really what I mean. I suppose that's what it is, is you, you lost me money. I believed in you enough to put money on you. Uh, but uh, so I had that one tacked as a, a short one, but I think we did not keep it short. However, this next one, right. I'm going to be quite honest. I didn't get a chance to watch this. The Natasha Jones, Michaela Mayer card. Uh, no, I, I was not home all day to watch any of the fights. All right, cool. So Natasha Jones split decision over Michaela Mir by the the cards were ninety six ninety five. So some fucker put had a had a tied round uh, ninety six ninety four. Those were for Jones, and then ninety seven ninety three for Mayer. So it's kind of weird how one judge saw it just so much in favor of Mayer. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that was the not. British judge. <laughs> yeah, I saw some shit. I don't know if it was like in the chat or where I read it, but it's like people were saying it was like a robbery or Michaela got robbed or something. Again, I didn't watch the fight or the highlights, so I really don't know. Right. But home cooking, probably. Yeah. So, I mean, I dive into a little bit. Is, is, is Mayor a fraud? Is she not all that she's hyped up to be? So. Without having seen her performance, I can't say yes or no. I can only speculate that maybe this this weight, moving up to this weight, was a little too much, too soon. Mm-hmm. But uh, otherwise, from what I understand, if, if it was a jobbing, which that's what I understand it was, then uh, no, not, she's. I think she's good here, and she mm-hmm. does she does get that. Uh, moral victory of being able to say later like I like everybody knows what happened everybody saw who actually won right or who actually lost and it wasn't me so she does have that I guess to fall back on 97 to 93 it like the other way that's what really like that's really throwing me for a loop here 96 95 of course, a British judge is going to throw a fucking tie round in there. Naturally. It's just what they do. Mm-hmm. And then six to four. It's like six to four is not horrible. If you're really trying to lean into Natasha Jones to give her just one. One over. That, that's not horrible for a home for a home cook scorecard. Like, there's been much more egregious shenanigans so oh yeah 100 percent uh zach chelly gets the decision over jack cullen these are super middleweights i was mm-hmm. hoping that jack cullen would do good we we talked about him sometime before when diego pacheco fought him and yeah yeah i remember that and cullen even though it was kind of short he gave a good account of himself so i was hoping for better but Oh well, yeah. Mark Jeffers, UD over Jermaine Brown, super middleweights as well. Fun times. Uh, That's I'm sure it. it was a good card. Like, yeah, there wasn't much to it though. But <laughs> right, I only included the Mark Jeffers Jermaine Brown fight because I I don't know. I kind of needed. There's not not a whole lot to review. <laughs> Yeah, right. So I had to, in there. had to include a little bit extra, but that yeah, that's it for the reviews. Let's hit previews here. All right. On January twenty third, so two days from now, in Osaka, 
It's another uh, like early morning uh, mighty minis, I like to call them. <laughs> yeah, junior flyweight uh, unified champion Kenshiro Taraji versus Carlos Canizales, uh for the WBA and WBC titles. Uh, Artem Delakian versus uh, Yuri Akui for the flyweight title WBA. Uh, yeah, Delakian's the the. Wait. Uh, Bam has IBF and WBO. WBC is Martinez, that's right. And then Dolakian's the third. Uh, and Tenshin Nasukawa, the guy that cried after Floyd Mayweather beat him in an exhibition. <laughs> Wait, Floyd fought him? Yeah, that, and that was a while back. I think Tenshin was like 18 or 19. What the fuck? And Floyd was not too far removed from his retirement, so he was still obviously in very very good shape uh and he he like schooled him and tension was very upset weird fight but yeah right. it was a very weird decision to on uh team nasukawa but so tension is fighting luis pacheco this these guys are 118s um it's an eight round fight this is nasukawa's third fight in his career and he's already at the eight round level, which is pretty nuts. Um, mm -hmm. I think the only comparable <clears throat> other guys were like Andy Cruz and Lomachenko that have jumped up this quickly. Uh, Pacheco is 15, two and one. So he's not like some scrub. No, he's no slouch. So that's, that's pretty nuts. I'm, ex I'm excited to see more of tension because he, he, he impressed me in his fights so far he's really t taken his his movement from like mma and kickboxing and everything and he's put that to good use he's a very unor it's a very un unorthodox approach he gives a lot of uh, strange looks to the opponent and with the way that he moves and it's he sets himself up pretty well so, but if you want to wake up at like three in the morning to watch that I'll be I'll be on Discord with you. Um, what day is that on? Let me see. Actually, Ooh. Tuesday. Ooh. Uh, no, unfortunately not. <laughs> I will be asleep. All right. That is. I, I understand to get it back Tuesday, but. <laughs> um. All right. The twenty seventh matchroom card in Belfast, Northern Ireland. Ooh 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 ooh. This is another uh, like. British people thing. I, the only reason I'm, I, I really want to bring this one up is Jose Felix, the one who upset. Um, he had that upset knockout on Katie Taylor, Chantel Cameron, the first card. So he's back versus Lewis Crocker um, at welterweight, which is pretty wild because Felix is a small guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Patty Donovan. I believe we've talked about him before. First, Williams Patty Herrera. Donovan. These are also welterweights. And Siobhan Clark versus Tommy McCarthy. Cruiserweights. We've talked about Siobhan Clark, right? I think so. Yeah, that name sounds... Yeah, it, it sounds familiar. Like, it's kind of unique, so... Yeah, I think we've talked about him before, but I don't remember if it was a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, it all starts Hi. to blur, to blur together at some point. <laughs> like, I've seen that name before. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't recall if we were shitting on you, and now we're gonna praise you or what. <laughs> but... If any of the uh, if this podcast blows up and fighters watch this, please don't hurt us. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, if you do want to beat me up, let me give me like a a camp. Let me have a camp first. At least let me get paid for it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I will gladly take my lickings for talking shit, but. Like let's let's uh put it on a little bit more even even levels. <laughs> now without a paycheck. <laughs> Make it worth my health. Um uh, are you looking up Clark or I just looked him up, but I don't remember what we talked about him before, but I know we did. But yeah, I remember his name at the least. Uh but in Phoenix, 
at the Footprint Center downtown. Oh, Golden Boy presents Jaime Mungia versus John Ryder. Are you going to that? I am. Ooh, I got so. my credential yesterday. Media pass came through? Yep. Hopefully I'm... your event goes better than mine did. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I've been to some Golden Boy cards, and um, they're fine. Whatever. Uh, Mungia Ryder. <laughs> Um, let me get these other fucking names out of the way. Uh, Darius Fulgham, who I thought I recognized. I don't know how I know his name, but I do. And he's fighting Alantis Fox. These are super middleweights. Uh, Gabriela Fundora versus Christina Cruz. Uh, IBF flyweight title, which is fucking strange because Fundora, mm -hmm. she is like six feet tall. Whoa. So even though she's a, uh, she's a woman... Six feet, 112 pounds is not a good look. I know. That's, wait, hold, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Six feet, 112? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that one. I shipped to boot camp. Not much heavier than that. Like two or three pounds heavier. Same height. That's kind of crazy, dude. I don't it know. was very crazy. Uh, they, I had to eat extra they like they made me eat more so i could put on weight I just slugging protein down i'm guessing right uh yeah the i would get extra servings of the protein dish whatever meat mystery meat they were throwing at us <laughs> mystery. yeah like it's it's the type of food you would probably get in prison it's not great and from my correspondents that are in prison yeah it's a it's not too far off the mark but Enough of that. Oscar Colazo versus uh, Rainieris Gutierrez. These are this is a minimum weight title fight. Yeah, if, I mean if you didn't if you don't care about Kenshiro Taraji, who's a very successful, so I, just one weight class above, you're not gonna care about this guy. So, Mungia versus Ryder, super middleweight. This is on the WBC track. Um, I read somewhere just a few moments ago that uh, the Mungia's team made some mention that Canelo's team have been in talks with them. And Ew, and Canelo? Yeah. I I'm, I imagine that that would be after the two... Because Canelo still has two more fights on contract with PBC. Uh, mm -hmm. The first one we'll be talking about in a moment, but it's uh, going to be on May 4th. It's going to pay-per-view on Prime. Mm -hmm. And... There's, so he has that one, one after that, which we could, for the sake of Canelo's regularity, it's going to be in September. And then, so next year is when this one would be coming up. And Mungia has, what, a year to string together some more high-profile wins? I don't really see that happening, honestly. I don't see that happening either. Uh, I don't expect him to... I don't know why I'm I'm thinking that he's not going to beat John Ryder in in uh he's not going to stop John Ryder. I don't know. I don't think he will. Yeah, dude, this it's, it's not like a bad fight at all. <clears throat> it's but... not. It's not a terrible fight. This is the fight. These are the levels that these guys should be at. Like rather than actually, uh, yeah, what what did we say about Ryder when he, after he lost to Canelo? Cuz I mean, it wasn't Canelo's best performance. It was not Canelo was coming off of uh, surgery, mm -hmm. so he wasn't a hundred percent. But uh, Ryder still got he got beaten bloody. If I recall correctly, he got put down late. Yeah, I think I think his nose got broken. Yeah, it's uh, uh, Mungia a little bit more crude uh, in in the way he does things. But yeah, he, I mean, Mungia went life and death with Devichenko. <laughs> yeah, which. Uh, what? Which, if I I think I heard that Mungia wanted it to be a ten round fight. Derevianchenko did not. Up to the tenth round, it, if it had ended at ten, Derevianchenko would have won, and then he ended up losing because of the late knockdown. Yeah, I gotta rewatch that fight. Honestly, it's very, it's very fun. I, yeah, it's worth worth watching again, especially so, so, coming I mean, into this. Yeah, going left or death with Demichenko, who's on his way out, I would say. He's a little older, if I'm not mistaken, right? Late 30s. 
So he's probably on his way out. So like, <clears throat> what does that spell for Munguia against John Ryder, who's a little younger, probably in his maybe in his prime right now? Yeah, he's still he's still more he's a lot more fresh than Dervianchenko, at mm-hmm. least. Yeah, I think it'll, I think it'll be fun. I kind of have it down the middle, fifty-fifty. I only really have like a clear winner in mind. I'm expecting Munguia to, however, he's gonna get the win. It's kind of that's what the plan is anyway. Oh, on to the next one, right? Yeah. Um, another Pro Box card. This time on the thirty-first. It's every other Wednesday. Just if you haven't started tuning into <laughs> that. Um, Christopher Pearson versus Trevor McCumby. Super middleweights, ten rounds. Romero Duno versus Antonio Moran, ten round lightweights. Angelo Leo versus Mike Plania, ten round featherweights. Angelo Leo's fun. He's a come forward, scrappy kind of guy, so it's worth tuning in for that. But I don't have much on anyone else. So on the third of February in Vegas, Connor Ben, the Egg Destroyer, Eggman, fights Peter Dobson at welterweight, so he's cutting back down. Ooh, the hell is Peter Dobson? Yes. Uh, Austin Williams, Ammo, is back versus Connor Coyle. 12 round middleweights. Ooh, am- Ammo Williams? Yeah, he's back and he's up at the 12. Him in a while. He's at the 12 round level, so he's, he's starting to make some moves. Oh, there we go. And Johnny Fisher versus Demetri Bezos. <laughs> uh, I, I've been calling him at, since I've figured out who Johnny Fisher was fighting. I've been calling him Beezus instead. Demetro Beezus. I think this is the last podcast we were talking about Johnny Fisher. He's the next, like, British person that they're <laughs> promoting. He's just he's just the next British. That's yeah, all he he's is. the next British fucking whatever British sausage that they're pushing, pushing forward. <laughs> Uh, as fucking as a uh, curious as sausage. Yeah, yeah he's sausage. <laughs> um, Fisher's pretty bad, but he's got a stellar fan base. So good for yeah, him, uh, yeah, of course. That's uh, how who I don't remember who it was, but we were talking about it in in Discord, and some it was an Australian guy that was kind of miffed that. Somebody said something not praising Tim Zoo. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and all hell broke loose, huh? It, it kind of did. And then it the way that it, I, before I left, the way it ended for me was somebody said, yeah, well, here in America, we have enough good fighters that we don't have to just latch on to the only one. On We don't latch on to just one because we have enough to go around. Yeah, well... Not do we? <laughs> do we? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> uh, We're getting there. Yeah, it, it it was a funny little backhand. <laughs> uh, that Discord is ruthless. So yeah, it's pretty rough. I don't recommend going there. If you did, you go to the website. There's a link to Discord on the top. Please check it out. It's uh, not to that one. It's to a separate one. So, so kind of going back. So Connor Ben is. I mean, I thought he was banned for a while. But that's only through like the UK, right? Yeah, he was banned by the British Board of Boxing. Wait, British Boxing Board of Control. Ah, but Vegas said, "Yeah, we'll, we'll take you." Come yeah, on. why not? Um, hey, have you been a good boy since then? You have. Okay, great. Come on. Yeah, come make us some money. Yep. How the fuck's he, like, who is Peter Dobson? Like, why can't he give him like a decent fight? Because Connor Ben's not a decent fighter. Uh, yeah, Did I say that true. out loud? Uh, uh, ooh, hold on. Now. <laughs> <clears throat> oh shit! Man, not much more. Not much more to that one. No, they're uh, unfortunately not. Nobody noteworthy. Uh, Connor Ben trying to build up a profile, and this is going to be timed to be at primetime in the UK 
not in the U.S. Mm. Whatever. Hey, listen, go like the hell. I'm sure it'll work out. <laughs> yeah, Austin Williams. Uh, I'm hopeful. Gonna keep watching because yeah, American I like him. Middleweight. He's and he's yeah, he's pretty. He seems to be pretty good. So, um, Johnny Fisher. Nah, whatever. But yeah, that, that's it on right. previews. <clears throat> um, little bit of news on our way out here. Uh, Rolando Romero versus Isak Cruz, Pitbull, PBC on Prime. Um, this, I was um, trying to catch up on like the sequence, the timeline of events, and it's all really stupid, so I stopped. Mm-hmm. But Ryan Garcia was in talks with Haney. He cut that off to try to work with Romero. De La Hoya said Ryan Garcia is fighting Jose Ramirez. Ryan Garcia said no. Rolando Romero said fuck all that noise. I'm going to fight Pitbull. I expect... What a weird fucking timeline, dude. Yeah, that was a really weird whole debacle. Uh, whatever. Romero versus Cruz is fun. It's that's a fun fight. Oh yeah. So I'm 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 uh, excited for that. So they said it's gonna be. He said it's gonna be on pay per view, or or I think he did. Either way, if they were to put it on pay per view, there's two coming up. The aforementioned March fourth, that's gonna be uh, headlined by Canelo, and mm-hmm. March thirtieth is the another possibility that's been floated before. That will be headlined by Tank, but there's still no. I haven't seen any yeah. news of possible opponents, I, venues, I, nothing. I, I just saw a thing regarding like um, <clears throat> Prime, and it was with Tank. It was saying uh, Pacquiao versus Tank to be on Prime, which is I don't know. I mean, it, Pacquiao's retired, so I don't know why he'd come back at 45 years old. To fight someone who could knock you out clean, like Marquez did. <laughs> yeah. Even then, I'm not even sure what weight they would even fight at, like Pacquiao versus Tank. It's disappointing. When <laughs> the lack of words. Yeah. It all. Like, that's really disappointing. Yeah, uh, I don't think it's gonna be that one. I, I don't think so. I hope not. It was a weird thing. Uh, the other options are Tank. Uh, so he has the WBA title at lightweight. I think there was talks of possibly Frank Martin. That was before oh. the the uh, prime deal was announced. Well, what about Haney though? Like, who's Haney at the fight? Haney is did mention in the press that if Tank wants to fight, all they got to do is call. So it's not out of the wrong possibility. It's not, um, but I don't think. Uh, Matchroom is it Matchroom that has Haney? Mm-hmm. I don't think they'd let him go off to uh, Amazon Prime, and PBC is not going to let Tank go to the Zone. And joint vent, joint uh, joint shows usually they're really few and far between that I've in yeah. my experience. So I I don't know. I think that's just media talk. Just got to look inside the PBC stable, see who else is around. And that's pretty much I just mean, Frank Martin. That's that's worth anything. What's the money that fight would make, though? You would think they'd want that fight. You'd so. think so, but... Boxing. Yeah, bigger cut of a smaller pie or a smaller cut of a bigger pie. I don't know. I do, did recall reading that uh, Shakur Stevenson is still interested in fighting Frank Martin. So that's pretty cool. Even after right, the, so I forgot Frank Martin uh, backed out. Yeah, after the, for whatever reason, you would I would have thought that PBC knew that their uh, Showtime that Showtime was coming to an end, so they didn't have a network that they could have let him go to wherever because they don't have any commitments anywhere. Yeah, tough call. Like, hey, we're. Uh, we're looking for a home right now. Like we're kind of in the hiatus or purgatory here. So <laughs> go off and, you know, 
go find whatever fights you want and (laughs) we'll talk it through with you and if it's good if you want to do it we'll work with you to get it wherever you want like it's like do something you know (laughs) yeah uh that's it though on news i am going to cut in all the outro shit right about all right let's get the housekeeping shit out of the way real quick if you want to hear more from the Lux Media family, head over to lvxmedia.net. Uh, there you could have a look at all the different things that we're doing. Uh, different things that are coming out are always posted there. Um, the same for social media, lvxmedianet, without the dot, right? So uh, if you want to check that out, uh, it would help. It, it would be appreciated if you interacted with social media stuff. But what really helps the most is uh, rating on whatever your podcast platform is and uh, if you have the time and inclination to leave a review that would also be appreciated Um, if you would like to contact directly uh, the number is 833-LUX-PODS if you call go straight to voicemail if you text either way it's anonymous Uh, if you don't tell me I don't know who you are Uh, so yeah if there's something you want to comment on or if you have questions or something that you'd like to hear us talk about, let me know there. All right, back to it. There. Now. Mm. Okay. So, drip. Parting words. Yo, yo. My parting words. <sighs> Rightfully so. Get it back Tuesday. Um. Tough call, dude. I mean, still fuck Tyson Fury. Um, Team AJ for a Nagano fight. <laughs> um, and eat your vegetables. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> uh, stay healthy. Stay healthy. And, uh, to quote Bill and Ted, uh, be excellent to each other. That's it. All right. That's going to do it. Thank you all for listening. This has been. Yes, sir. B-Size Boxing. See you later. See you next time. Thank you.